0: You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more.
1: You are listening to Hippily Shorts. Thank you so much for your patronage.
0: Hey guys, and welcome to our last installment of Hillbilly Shorts of this week, episode 42. I'm Jerry. I'm Tracy. And today we're going to talk about the cursed tombstone of Carl Pruitt. All right. So let's just jump right into it, apparently. Uh,
1: Yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) What about Carl?
0: In Beyond the Grave, Troy Taylor provides an account of one Kentucky's bizarre legends. Troy Taylor, by the way if you guys are unfamiliar, is an awesome paranormal writer. And uh, he does a lot of um, does a lot of stuff on Illinois and does a lot of stuff on... Uh, if you ever go looking for stuff, it's called... Uh, what's it? The Prairie... Prairie something or other. But anyway, it's all haunted stuff. But he um, does all that. But he writes a lot of books. And he's got his own podcast out called American Hauntings. It's really cool. Okay, so, great. A little bragging on Troy Taylor. But anyway... So he talks about, uh, apparently he first wanted to really brought this one to light, but late one afternoon after a hard day's work in 1938, Carl Pruitt came home expecting to find his wife in the kitchen cooking supper, as she should be.
1: hmm I don't know you didn't say that.
0: He says <laughs> that something was wrong when she didn't answer uh, his greeting from the kitchen, so he kind of began to search for her. Well, that's when he opened the door to the bedroom. He was shocked to find his wife in bed with another man. When she should have been making supper... That's like a double whammy. Anyways, well, she's probably trying to work on that second part of being barefoot and pregnant. (laughs) It sounds like. Anyway, in a blind rage, Carl kind of grabbed a steel chain and began to strangle his wife with it. While her lover, wisely, got the hell out of there and ran out the front door. So, realizing that what he had done after his wife stopped breathing, Carl committed suicide. According to local folklore, Carl's wrath has never really went away even after his death so because his wife's family was unable to forgive carl he was buried in a cemetery in a different town in pulaski county that's where somerset is Mm -hmm. by the way a week after his burial people kind of started noticing a circular discoloration on his tombstone who the hell has a tombstone a week after being buried? It always takes like forever to get a tombstone up.
1: Yeah, that's something fishy so, about when,
0: That's like when you see this in the movies, like mm-hmm. the teenagers get killed and then they're at the graveside that they're, and there's a tomb, tombstone already up. That shit don't happen <laughs> in like three days. Ninja agrees. He knows it's bullshit. So anyway, over, over a, a couple of weeks... A series of kind of interlocking circles appeared around his tombstone. So the more suspicious visitors to the cemetery pointed out that the circles resemblance to the links of a chain. Oh. Soon, another row of circles kind of intersected the previous row forming a cross. So even though there was talk about removing the mysterious tombstone, it was left where it was. So the possibility that Carl Pruitt's tombstone was cursed became more accepted by the community following what appeared at first to be a freak accident. A month after a mysterious chain was completed, several boys rode their bikes out to the cemetery to get a look at the apparently, you know, cursed tombstone. To impress his friends, one of them threw a rock at Karl Pruitt's tombstone, breaking off a small chip.
1: Of the chain or the tombstone? Of
0: oh, the tombstone. Oh, Satisfied that he had proven his manf- manhood. You okay, know, so
1: that's what? You that's, had- how you, that's how you prove your manhood. Oh, okay. You chip off part of a okay. rock at
0: a tombstone. But anyway, he, the other boys kind of got back on their bikes and they rode home. Suddenly, the boy who had damaged the headstone lost control of his bike and crashed into a tree. That's an ongoing thing. Remember the guy pissed on the tree last night? Yeah. Somehow, the bike's sprocket chain came loose and wrapped around the boy's neck, strangling him. Stop it. It's what it says.
1: Oh, well, that's what he gets. You can't be disrespectful like that. A
0: few weeks after the accident, the dead boy's mother uh, went out to the cemetery with an axe. Unable to pin the blame of her her son's accident on a living human, she decided to take out vengeance on Carl Pruitt's cursed tombstone. Some people just don't learn. So the next day, she was hanging clothes on a clothesline in her backyard when somehow the clothesline detached itself from one of the uh, two posts and strangled her. Afterwards, her neighbors gathered in small groups on the street corners and in the local cafe and whispered to each other that Carl Pruitt's tombstone had claimed another victim. That's what they said, don't look at me like I'm crazy. No,
1: well, i hey.
0: they, they also thought it was strange that the woman had done no damage to the tombstone, even though the badly dented axe was covered with rock dust. So she was beating the hell out of it and it did nothing. But, but, but her son could throw a rock and knock a chip off of it.
1: Okay, yeah. That, this is not lining it up.
0: Sounds to me like she just doesn't know how to swing an axe properly. So, one of the first of all, you don't use a wax on marble or concrete or whatever it's made out of. Yeah. It's, it's not a tree. So, one of the people who heard about the dead woman's fate was a farmer. He was driving three members of his family past the cemetery in a wagon when, to try to you know, show he was a badass, he produced a pistol from his coat and began shooting in the direction of Carl Pritt's tombstone. The percussion of the pistol and the spray of the flying chips of granite spooked the horses. The horses gained speed. The farmer's family members jumped off, but he continued holding on uh, the reins because he wanted to try to slow down the wagon. As the runaway wagon rounded a sharp curve, the farmer toppled over forward in the seat, fell off the trace chains, and one of the chains, wouldn't you guess it, wrapped itself around his neck and strangled him. I'm seeing a pattern here.
1: Well, I am too, and I just don't understand why people are so stupid.
0: Once again, there was no evidence of any damage to Carl Pruitt's tombstone. I thought it just said that there was granite and stuff flying in the air. That's what spooked the horses. Following the incident, a number of people pressured their congressman to do something about the murderous tombstone.
1: Okay, yeah, so (laughs) that's going to work.
0: Not long afterwards, two policemen were dispatched to the cemetery, convinced that the stories about the tombstone were nonsense, but the policemen chuckled to themselves as they took photographs in the vicinity of Carl Pruitt's grave. They were still laughing when they climbed into their squad car and drove in the direction of town. One of the policemen happened to glance over in the rearview mirror and observed a ball of light flying out of the cemetery in their direction. Terrified, The driver accelerated, but the ball of light kept coming, and after a couple of minutes, the car swerved off the road and crashed between two posts. The policeman riding in the passenger seat was thrown clear of the car and began looking for his partner. He found his mutilated body laying on the ground. Piercing the evidence together, I'm sorry, piecing the evidence together, (laughs) the policeman realized that the chain between the two posts had smashed the windshield of the car and nearly decapitated his partner. In the 1940s, most people in the area avoided the cemetery altogether because of the evil reputation it had acquired from Carl Pruitt's tombstone. Nevertheless, another local man decided to defy the curse. One night, he ventured into the cemetery with a hammer in hand. He matched up to Carl Pruitt's grave and proceeded to pound away at the tombstone, breaking off large chunks. The hammering was so loud that it could be heard by people living anywhere close to the vicinity.
1: Oh, they probably were running for the hills, weren't they? Oh, I
0: guarantee. So, so anyway, so um, they chose to ignore the noise until the sound of the hammering was uh, replaced by a blood-curdling scream. A party of men holding lanterns ran out to the cemetery, and then they froze in their sight. Apparently, the man had become so frightened by what he... The, Whatever he ran into at the entrance and caught his neck to the long chain that's used to lock the gate. Like the other people, foolish enough to attack the tombstone, he was choked to death. The men were very surprised to find out that the man had suffered much more damage than the tombstone had. I said he had knocked off large chunks, is what it just said. Mm. So the last death was attributed to Carl Pruitt's tombstone spelled the end of the cemetery. Not only did the burials at the cemetery cease abruptly, but people even began exhuming their loved ones and moving them. By the 1950s, the only grave that remained was Carl Pruitt's. In 1958, a strip mining operation I'm sorry, a strip mining operation I'm too tired destroyed the site of the former cemetery and Carl Pruitt's grave. All that remains in the legend is Carl Pruitt's tombstone.
1: I wonder how many graves were there. I don't know. I mean, why would they do that? Just because they couldn't go visit the lo- their loved ones at the grave? What is the point that other people are dead?
0: I guess. I don't know. What is the point?
1: There is no point. What's That's the point of us of... still talking
0: about it? What's the point? What's the point that somebody got killed because they put in uh, the chain by Wood Mac and their car crashed? <laughs> I
1: don't know. You're mm, I'm stretching gay. it I'm now. Gay. Yeah. You better end on a Well, how come job.
0: every one of them was a chain except for the lady that was uh, uh, her clothesline? Every one of them was a chain except for the clothesline. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't buying it.
1: Me neither. I'm a bunch of liars. If I was
0: there right now, I would piss on that tombstone.
1: Yeah, I bet you would. I would. No, you wouldn't. I would. You'd be running like a little girl.
0: Anyway, I love you guys.
1: <laughs> love y'all.
0: Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.